everyone, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. And today is about the three questions for less a drama. All right, so let's discuss, guys. Being thoughtful and intentional about the drama. Such as, if you feel that there's a lot of stress, anxiety, or social pressure and judgment, and it's causing you internal conflict, stress, anxiety, then it's time to evaluate. Is the drama in your life self-created? Self-created by that, I mean, well, if you look at America, and especially Twitter, Twitter is just about a whole bunch of childish people who cannot agree with one another, and they're just out to get one another, anonymously, of course. And so if we look at this, that's drama that's created by you. Have you ever met that person who just creates drama over and over and over? And you're just like, oh my God, you're just one big ball of drama. I can give you a very quick example of this. There was a, what was this? This was a quote unquote YouTuber, African-American living in China. And this guy would just literally complain on every single video, all things China, because he lived in China. Then when he finally got back to America, his fans, obviously African-Americans, ended up turning on him because now he began, you know, ranting about America. And so if we look at him and his life, although I do understand that, you know, living in China as an African in general, Sub-Saharan African or anyone of color is probably the most difficult country to live in the world based on the racism that they that you get on a routine basis. But now you have gone back to America and you still have that same person. It's kind of like just putting China in a little rocket launcher and poof, to the moon. Now it's you in another country and you brought that along with you. See, he has self-created drama and the bitching and people who just literally cope and mope about all things bad and why the world is so bad through their eyes. See, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of us, you don't even realize it, but stress and drama could, could end up being personally manufactured. Not all of it, but some of it. The things we hear, the things we see, the things we feel, then we end up blowing it up, right? Making it a big thing. Politics in America, that's all self-manufactured. People who are just bitching over and over and over about other people who do not possess the same ideals and ideas and ideologies as them. Ha! I mean, come on, Jesus, that's fourth grade. That fourth grade, that's four-year-old shit. That's kindergarten stuff. That's stuff that we went through. That's that's stuff that I went through back in 1994, people. But to be honest with you, end up they end up, we end up making it a big thing. We sense a problem in our social world. And guess what? We end up taking it very personal. That's why there are so many different movements out there because people are taking things very, very personal in regards to things that they hear and see and feel. And then that ends up being permanence. And it feels like the problem's never gonna go away. It's gonna be there forever. And it will be there forever. We just have this tendency to use our mind in a way that it doesn't support us, don't we? I believe with a lot of drama and stress people, we tend to keep making it a bigger issue than it really is. Now, are there people in our lives that cause us a lot of problems, absolutely. That teenager, right? That person around the block. Uh, uh, what is it? The dogs that are just on the other side of the wall. Okay, the the people that have hurt me. Uh, the, the the lady that I talked to you about uh, mentioned uh, just a couple of weeks ago 
who looked at me up and down and gave me a cold shoulder and stuff like that. And no doubt it could impact us. But at the same time, I'm going to teach you today on these three questions and how it will help you with personal accountability. Are you dealing with the situation in which it's helping you or hurting you? So here's three questions to deal with the drama. See, now, number one, if you're reacting to something, are you feeling wrong or threatened? And how would you react to those feelings? So if someone questioned you, this is something with me, right? If someone questions you, would you feel threatened? You would say, how could they do that? You know, how could they do that? Uh, you know, you end up having that victim mentality. Something that I used to have back in 2015. I think there were a, a number of times where people had questioned my integrity and questioned and even asked me the simplest question. I was like, oh, hell no, you're not going to treat me like this. And the next thing you know, I ended up dropping that student. I remember one time a student had showed up about 15 minutes late. I came into the classroom just literally one minute late and I was out there at the front desk and she ended up questioning me saying, why'd you come here late? I said, what? And of course, yes, I know you're going to play in defense of me because, you know, she's the one that actually came 15 minutes late. And then she ended up asking me, how come you didn't prepare this or this or that? And you have to make copies. I'm like this coming from a girl who literally showed up five minutes before class ended one hour and 35 minutes late. You sat in my chair, you got on your phone, you said nothing to me, and then you left. And so I took it very personal because I'm like, you out of all people, you have no authority. And so again, but there are other times where people question me, used to question me back in 2015, 16, 17. And I would take it very personal because I'm like, are you questioning me based on black, 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 black? Very victim, right? Questioning my integrity. I would take things personal and just get offended right away. I would react from that feeling of being wrong or threatened. And if you react from that, and now you're just in a negative emotional range based on that podcast I had done just recently, you have to be attentive to that, right? And so the dog barking, it depends how I react to that situation. Funny, just about maybe a year ago, or, you know, dogs never really bugged me in terms of barking only a couple times with the girl who I had dated about five years ago and she was way high up in the sky and I just wasn't understanding why I was hearing these dogs bark obviously the windows or whatever it had been it was really really bad but at the same time you know it was based on my reaction how am I going to react to that you know uh back in what this had to be what 2000 a year before that there were a bunch of dogs that would always bark in the middle of the night and I'm just like, dude, these dogs got to go. What am I going to do? Am I going to go outside and interrupt my sleep to go get these damn dogs the hell out of here? And oh, there's just so many different things. How I reacted to it was everything though, right? Just recently, dog wasn't barking, but me and my, um, my fiance, you know, she was trying to get help from me. And she woke me up literally eight times after eight times of me falling asleep between 8.30 and 9.00. The last time she ended up saying, help me. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. On my MacBook. And I'm like, listen, if I don't sleep tonight, it's all your fault. And guess what? That is the easiest way to not sleep. And it took me about an hour and 15 minutes and almost leaving back to my condo to go to sleep. See what I mean? That reaction and that anger ended up driving me to not fall asleep. It's something I imagined happening. I created it within minutes. And then it made it very difficult for me to go to sleep. You know, that's one situation that had happened recently. Uh, sometimes I think Thai people always have a vendetta against me. 
I'm reacting to things that won't help me solve the situation. You know, back in early 2021, this is, I believe it was January 15, 2021. Um, I went to a bank to open my, uh, what is it, to open an account. And the lady just looked at me with a very, let's just say three weeks ago type of look, looking me up and down as if I was a Nigerian scammer. And she went to, you know, a very rude, not very welcoming whatsoever. And I'm like, oh, I would like to open an account. Here goes my work for me. Here goes my passport. She looked page after page after page after page. She called someone over. Then both of them started looking at my page. My anger blew up. I said, you are not going to do this to me. And I said, you know what? Oh, and I, I just went back into that whole 2015-16 mode. That victim, that, oh, so you don't think, oh, you think it's a fake passport? Oh, fuck you, bitch. Blah, blah, blah. See what I mean? Boom, just like that. See, we have a tendency, and I have a tendency especially, of becoming too defensive, you know? <clears throat> and it just confirms what they actually think of me when I become very defensive. And after I had stormed out of that bank, they were like, see, something was wrong with him. You see, I felt wrong. I didn't necessarily feel threatened. But again, how can we end up reacting in a different way? Well, what can you do anytime something like this happens, a situation? What can you do to make the right next step of integrity? My now fiance girlfriend at the time said, did you speak to the manager? I said, no. She's like, why didn't you speak to the manager? She said, I would have spoken to the manager. I said, excuse me, I would like to speak to someone who speaks English. Excuse me, these two people are da-da-da-da-da-da-da. See, Arsenio, you could have done that. See, that's the next right step of integrity. Instead of being threatened and going back to that 2015, 2016 horrible racist Thailand, you know, attitude mentality that I had, the perspective that I had, boom, just like that, they win. You know, instead of me asking myself, how can I be in alignment with my highest, truest, best self? There it is. How can I share how I feel? Talk to the manager. See, these are the little coin flips that ended up changing my life from that point going forward. Now, almost two years since that happened, totally forgot about it, but it just came to mind. So again, the next time something like this happens, just question it. And again, if you are threatened, flip it and start asking, what can I do? How can I be vulnerable? Sometimes people just like to escalate the situation and mount the pressure even higher instead of diffusing it. People want to just one up each other. And then that's when you got to step in and stop it. And by doing that, you have to ask yourself the next question. Are you taking the situation too personally on who you are and what matters? Sometimes I have a tendency, again, of creating a mountain of nothing. Who I am, you know, how I want to treat people. What can I focus on? How do I treat other people? All these different things. I end up mirroring what that person is doing to me, right? That person ends up being, let's say, a very passive racist or mean or aggressive, then guess what? If that if both those situations are happening, you gotta stop yourself right there and check some perspective. Not take a thing so personally so that you can disengage the situation. And the most mature and conscious person has to make that choice to de-escalate it. And then that last one. Third, is the situation drama person, are, are they even worth it? 
are they even worth the time? Have you ever gotten in an argument with someone and you were just like, oh, fuck this. I don't think I had ever been in an argument in Thailand. Oh yeah, well, of course, when I was trying to save a woman eight years ago from her goddamn husband, literally trying to kill her because she was married to a guy already had been married for literally 20 years plus. But nonetheless, I remember when this had happened, uh, you know, that was uh, that was like eight and a half years ago. Won't even mention it. But everything else, if I ever get in a shouting match, which never is going to happen here in Thailand, I just ask myself, can I just breathe and move on? And I love this one because to be honest with you, a lot of things are just not worth my time and energy. Sometimes I just hurry up, say things, I drop the bomb, and then I go. It's very easy for me. I don't know about for other people, but very, very easy for me. It's kind of like when I used to write emails to people, but I really, really, really wanted to write emails to people, right? Because I just felt like there are a lot of people out there, uh, a, a lot of people who I had worked for who needed to have that. It was nothing about ego. It was more about, uh, you're not giving me work. What's the problem here? And then they had their own personal vendetta against me. Oh, we don't think you're capable to teach this. And I said, yet I've been teaching this for the last three years. What the hell is this about? You guys get what I mean. So with that being said, you know, hopefully at some point during the email, you realize that, well, you didn't send it. But if you do send it, they're going to reply to you. It's going to escalate. It's going to go back to that number one. And then nuclear war happens. See, most people just want to bring up drama, the situations they're bringing up. That Listen, it's not even worth your time, energy, or emotion. Not at all. Have you ever had someone who tried coming back into your world and they started bringing up drama, past drama about you and how you would approach life? There was a girl, I believe her name was Ruby, Filipino. It was back in high school. She added me. I didn't add her. She added me. And I was like, oh my God, Ruby, long time no see. How are you? Oh yeah, I remember you. You used to bully me. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, that was childish. Uh, 18, 17, 16, 15-year-old Arsenio. I used to, uh, and I do believe, no, I didn't used to bully her. I used to get her to try to speak because she never wanted to speak. And I'm just like, why don't you speak to me? Is it because I'm black? <laughs> so those are the stupid jokes that I had back when I was a teenager. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, so, what, what, do you want me to apologize for high school Arsenio? I'm cool with that. If that, if that helps you with your ego, I could do that. I didn't tell this to her, but that was literally the last conversation that we had had because I, it's not even worth my time. There was another girl I used to work for. And I was telling her, this is back in during the first COVID shutdown, uh, April, May-ish, June-ish, I believe. Yeah, probably about June. And the great thing about uh, this was, this is a girl I used to work for. Not work for, I used to work with. I'm like, oh my God, is that you? Oh my God, what happened? I heard you went to Hong Kong and this and that. She had a very shady life. I believe she went to Hong Kong to marry a guy and she ended up being a housewife and had to get the craziest story. Don't know nothing about her. She came from a family where huh, I guess seeking, seeking men who has a lot of money. Who knows? Who knows? But she just would keep bringing up situations in the past with, that always made me look bad. They're like, oh yeah, the teacher said you were this and that. I'm like, cool. And she just kept bringing it up. And I'm just like, is this even worth my time? We were going to meet up and I canceled. And I said, nah, I don't want to meet up with you. And she was mad. Never spoke to her again. Never will. Because I'm just like, if you're going to bring up past shit and you're li literally bringing up past stuff about 
possibly the second worst job I ever had in my life where because the color of my skin, I was always bad and I could never win. I mean, is it, I mean, is this going to help you or help? Is this conversation going to help me in any way? And I think it's hard for a lot of people to realize that. Because listen, you can either fight them. I can keep going on with that conversation and say, um, yeah, Upham was actually cool. The two front office staff like white teachers more than me. That's a fact. Now, that's me fighting. Yeah, cool man was a fucking two fit. I, I could have gone on and on. This guy was the sex tourist. This one was a pedophile. And they were. And they were. These three were white tourists. They weren't even very good. Let's look at their capabilities. Let's look at their track records. Oh, they didn't even get the proper scores. But because they were this color, they got more of this. And then me, of course, I would get my students to 6.5, 7.5, and they would just shrug their shoulders and say nothing. Only when something bad happened, they would come. And this is exactly the environment I worked in. But she was like literally recreating it in a way where I was a bad guy. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go down this route with you. Uh, I didn't fight her. I ignored her. She was going to come up and meet, well, you know, meet me. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to meet. And that was the last time I ever heard from her. Never will again. And I empathize for her because she only knows past me and very vulnerable and susceptible to racial discrimination and racial ignorance. I'm not going to say hate. America's more racist hate. Thailand's just complete oblivion and ignorance beyond comprehension. But I'm just like, if this is what you're going to do, I'm done with it. Empathize. You can't do all three. See, when someone causes drama in your life, it's just a maladaptive way of them seeking attention and appreciation, acknowledgement, respect, validation, whatever it may be. She literally kept trying to push my buttons. And I'm like, do you know my success, my podcast, my this, my that, my this, my that? All of that was just going straight over her head, ignored, 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 ignored. Then finally I said, you know what? I feel like she approached me just to do that. She literally came into my life to create drama about very horrendous situations that happen with the one of only two Black men that work at that language center, the only one that would not rebel, I'm sorry, the only one that would rebel against what's wrong, and you're literally taking the sides of them. Okay, I'm done. And again, if they're not getting it from somewhere in their life, and she's not able to approach her, her gangster boyfriend who she had two kids with, or this Hong Kong guy that apparently is in Hong Kong and she's married to him. Who knows what this situation is? You know, she's not getting the attention from somewhere else. So here I am. I came right into her life and I presented myself and this is a perfect way for her to do this. It had nothing to do with me. And sometimes it has nothing to do with you. So those are the three things that you could do, people. And with that being said, thanks for tuning in. Over and out.